Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Badlands podcast, the only podcast out there that is 100% chiseled and is proudly part of the Chairshot Radio Network. I am Mags, and finally back with me after a couple of weeks of exodus, it's Mr. Paul Tolly. Paul, how are you, stranger? Oh, I'm, I'm feeling good. I've come back for my kind of episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh... This is our basically our year's uh, retrospective uh, episode. We're going to basically break down some stats. Your your kind of wheelhouse being the accountant that you are, uh, and luckily enough, I've just been working it out, and we've actually done twenty eight different episodes under Brainbuster, and we've done twenty six under Chairshot, but two of those episodes that we did under Brainbuster actually didn't get released under Brainbuster because we always record like a, a few episodes in advance. So they actually got released under Chairshot. So we've this is this is officially the the 52nd episode that we've done. So we we bang on the money with uh with our wow. 50. It wow. couldn't have worked out better. It really could not have worked out better. So 52 episodes and we've had we've had 53 separate con- c- contributors as well. That's amazing. So almost uh, a, a year's worth there as well. It's your boy Rez, aka Ray Cash from the Outsiders Edge. I'm here with my brother Kyle, and we just want to shout out the Badlands Podcast. Check it out. 
the Mount Rushmore of podcasting. You have Darren, Mags, you have Paul Tolly. Check them out. Chair Shot Radio Network. Come out every week. Give them a listen. Check them out. They're a great show, y'all. If you haven't heard them before, it's a lot of fun. It's an awesome show. We're big fans here at The Edge. And check out all the other shows here at The Chair Shot where you can always use your head. And if you don't like that, we don't give a fuck. Thanks for listening. The two that overlap were obviously the uh, Chris Pinero one, uh, if you remember that, and uh, the Paul versus Luke quiz, which definitely needs to to uh, be run again because that's one of the best episodes that we've we've ever had. Yeah, I'm after a rematch. Even though I won, I'm still after a rematch. <laughs> Just want to ground his face into the dirt. <laughs> it wasn't convincing enough for my liking. I want more. So, Paul, as I said, this is your wheelhouse. This is uh, this is what you live for, stats. So, <laughs> so come on, take the wheel, son. Well, we've got plenty of them, haven't we? Certainly have. So, um, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of fun this week pulling pulling this together. Um, I'll just go over kind of the the overall kind of overview to, to begin with. Let's, just, let's remind people what the actual Mount Rushmore looks like, shall we? Yes, let's do. So... As I said, we've had 53 contributors, as you said, over 52 weeks of episodes. Um, and uh, that's basically translated into um, 55 unique nominations for our Mount Rushmore. So 55 different wrestlers have been nominated and uh, 212 separate votes have been cast. And the way the way it's now currently looking is we've got... Um, Five people on our four-man Mount Rushmore. Because so we got a tie for fourth between Chris Jericho and Hulk Hogan, mm. who have both, who've both um, taken 16 votes. We've got Steve Austin's taken 21 votes. The Rock and Ric Flair are tied as our leaders on 22 votes. Wow. So that, that, that three there with the rock austin and flair they've really pulled away five votes over over fourth place that's that's quite shocking really yeah yeah it's crazy and and for a long time rick flair was had some good distance between him and the rock mm. and austin so he's um, been pulled back really 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 well who's uh some of the the other people that kind of uh batting at the heels so biting in biting at the heels i've gone for i've kind of split I've split our um, overall kind of electra, if you like, into uh, three categories now. So you've got you've got those wrestlers who've who've received over ten votes. So probably still in with a shout for the Mount Rushmore, and and that includes um, the five I mentioned, and Undertaker's on fourteen, and John Cena's on thirteen. So so those um, those seven wrestlers are those that have are, are the only ones who've had over ten votes each. Wow. Um, then you've got a, a, a large pack of uh, threes, fours, and twos. Um, Shawn Michaels is on nine. Bret Hart's on six. And then quite a lot of uh, solo votes, the rogue votes, if you like. <laughs> How many votes has Captain Luel Barno had? He's still on the one. He's still on the one. <laughs> but again, doing this work, like kind of the, some of the stats we'll look at, I've, my vote's been vindicated, vindicated I think. But talking about that, quickly going going back, did, do you remember what your Mount Rushmore was at the beginning? Um, Hogan, 
I think I went with The Rock over Austin because I think you picked Austin and I didn't yeah. really want to want to be the same. I flare. Who did I pick for that fourth spot? Probably someone like Macho Man. Must have been Jericho, wasn't it? It probably was. You're right. Do you know what? Must have been Jericho. It must have been. I'm actually going to go back and listen to it because I I have forgot. I mean, that's the thing though with a with a um, with a Matt Rushmore. It kind of does change over time. You watch like more wrestling and and you you end up like shifting people about. I suppose on your on your own personal Matt Rushmore. Yeah. So that that's my question. Uh, has it changed in the last year? I've had a lot of people make make a case for a lot of wrestlers. Um, taste wise, probably there's probably more people who are who I'd say are in the conversation. But for for longevity, I think I'd stick to the like the core five or six guys who who probably would make it. Uh, people who who might have got on. Maybe not this year, but certainly last year uh, could have been the likes of Kenny Omega uh, and Okada who've had outstanding years. Same with uh, Shingo and Ishii. Uh, but I don't think anyone's quite like had that that kind of career where they they they're taking over these like these bigger name guys. Especially if you look at the likes of Jericho, who's who's been phenomenal all year. Uh, he's really been relevant for a long a long time throughout the year. So he kind of keeps his place on 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 that Mount Rushmore, and then the, the rest are, are, are literally legends, so it's hard to kind of budge them off. Sorry. Um, I, I think I would have changed mine. Okay. Uh, I definitely would have changed mine over the year, because mine was, um, I believe mine, my, mine was Captain Lou Albano. It was... He'd be gone. <laughs> as you said, Steve Austin. Um, I had Kenny Omega on mine. And uh, who, was, who was my other one? I have a feeling it was Hulk Hogan as well. Mm-hmm. I think I think it was Hulk Hogan. Um, and yeah, I would have. I I changed Lou Albano now. You regret <laughs> I, it? I bet you regretted it when you wrote it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I changed I, Lou Albano and I I change I change Kenny Omega. I take Kenny Omega off and put put Kazuchika Okada on for the for the same reason I put Kenny on at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is he's kind of developing my future taste of of wrestling yeah um, and uh, and i think omega's had a relatively quiet year he had that transition yeah. from new japan over to AEW, and that kind of took a lot of time and whilst he's been at AEW, he's not exactly been the headline star so he's not he's not been at the forefront i suppose so i can no. understand that and 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 after the year he's had i, I i'd be tempted to put chris jericho on now I think a, he's a, a wise choice. The reason I say that, the reason I didn't put Chris Jericho on before is I don't, and I think I said it at the time on our first episode, I don't think he's ever led a company. He's now led a company. Yeah. And, a, and one that's turning out to be very successful. Yeah. So that was the last, that was the last tick for me. Yeah. Uh, and and I know I've given you a lot of grief over the, the last year or so about the uh, Lou Albano one, but... I still understand the reasoning behind it. He was kind of pivotal in that getting that crossover with uh, Cindy Lauper. It's just it was just so out of left field. It's unreal. <laughs> I was just setting my stall out, <laughs> showing showing you what 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 to expect over the coming year. So, what other kind of stats have you uh, have you been working out there, Mister Tully? Wow, what what do, what do you fancy having a look at? So, I've got. Um, 
nationalities. That's always an interesting one to look at. Let's go for it. Okay. So if we look at nationalities, so of our um, of our fifty six wrestlers, um, we've got fifty nine percent of them are from America. So thirty three out of the fifty six from America. Um, want to hazard a guess at the second most popular category? It's got to be Britain, surely. It's think? got to be, or no, Canada, probably Canada, Canada actually. Yeah. Canada far ahead of uh, anyone else, 14%. Japan's 9%. Um, UK is actually only 5 Wow. We've only had um, three, three British wrestlers nominated. Mm. And that is uh, Osprey, Big Daddy, and um, Kendo Nagasaki. Both of those two probably by Rob, I would assume. It's both of those by Rob, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who gave us Osprey. I can't remember. Um... Do you know what? I can't. It could have been anyone, really. Yeah. If, if you look at that, that's um, that's the percentage of unique wrestlers. If you look at the votes, America actually gets 76% of the votes. So, so as you'd expect, um, a lot of wrestling fans' um, view of wrestling is, is very America-centric. Um, yeah, and also a lot of our guests are, uh, have been American, so... They're kind of a, a patriotic breed, are Americans. They vote for their own. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. That's true. But we're not, we're not voting for our own, no. We're not, <laughs> we're not, none of the Brits, other than Rob, are giving, giving the Brits any love. <laughs> but then, it, who would be in there from Britain, really? I in know. The, yeah, if you, I mean, there's some quality wrestlers, don't get me wrong. The, to, uh, yeah. the, 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 the wrestlers that are around now are some of the very best in the world, but do they, does that kind of translate onto a Mount Rushmore when you're talking about legends of wrestling? Uh, I don't think it quite does. There's a few now or a few that are close to like retiring that may be in that conversation, but as of right now, I can understand it being quite American and Canadian and Japanese-based. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you, t- you touched upon the next one there. Um so if you've got, we've got some wrestlers coming up to coming up to retirement soon. Um, so we thought we'd have a look at of our um, of our 50, 53 wrestlers, which ones of them are retired, which of them are semi-retired, uh, which ones have unfortunately passed away, and how many are actually crucially still active, because you don't you'd expect them to get more votes as their career mm-hmm. continues. Um, and if I just find that. Yeah, so so thirty eight percent of our wrestlers that have been nominated are still active, and then a further thirteen percent semi active. So, over good. half, half, yeah, half of uh, the wrestlers on there are still which are still wrestling. for for me that's a a huge shock. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that as well. I would have thought that that if and we've said it quite a few times on on this podcast, it tends to be wrestlers who are who have, have kind of ended their career that, that get more votes. And obviously it's, it's not actually, that's not actually proving to be true. No, but again, if you switch it and you look at votes rather than unique wrestlers, then 55% of votes have gone to retired wrestlers. Ah, so that's probably where we're getting that kind of uh, feeling from then. Yeah. So I think what we get probably if we looked at all our, 
all our rogue our rogue ones at the bottom of the Rushmore, probably a lot of those are active current yeah. wrestlers. Whereas the guys at the top who are apart from Jericho, who are <laughs> who are raking in the votes, uh, are retired now. Mm, very interesting. That was um, interesting. So what else have you got for us? What what about the split between uh I mean, there's a big kind of a push for women's wrestling. What about the split between the genders? Uh, how many? <laughs> this, this is going to just be so misogynistic. I can just, I can sense it. This is not good. <laughs> this is not good. So, so nine um, percent, or, or five out of our fifty-six wrestlers are female. Oh, jeez. Um, they are. Um, well, do you remember who they are? Your your lady's got to be on there. She, she's not. Charlotte's oh, not on there. Charlotte's oh, wow. never made it onto our. Oh, do you know? And I'm probably going to struggle here. Um, I, I'm tempted to say Lundra Blaze. No, she's not had a vote. Wow. I, that this just shows how, how bad of a. <laughs> How bad of a feminist I really am! I cannot, I cannot for the laugh in my name. One of them, well, one of them was one of them was picked on our first episode by Wilf. If you remember that, ah, hmm. I don't remember who it were. I'm gonna say, I think is it going to be someone like Bull Nakano? No, it wasn't. No, I'm going to put you. I could put you out your misery. God, yeah, <laughs> uh, the five are China. Um, May wow. Young, who, why did I not pick China? I don't, I don't know why you didn't pick China. Yeah. China, May Young, who um, Wilf, who was the one Wilf picked. Ronda Rousey, who I believe um, uh, that was uh, Mason who picked Ronda Rousey. Oh well, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> and Victoria's on there, and Gail Kim. Mm. Did they both get picked by the same person? I remember. I remember the Gail Kim one. I feel like Victoria was Graham. I might be I might be wrong on that. Gail Gail Kim was Rob. Yeah. And Gail Kim uh, definitely I think of the five there deserves I think deserves it, more votes than the one she's got. Yeah, I think Victoria did as well. I think uh if she was around I've said it before and I'll say it again, I think if she was around now in the Pram of her career, she'd be a world champion. Yeah, definitely. And um and again, shamefully, if you convert into votes um, women have only got two percent of all the votes cast. Oh man, <laughs> this is not good. This not is good. an old. But to be fair, we have put out quite a few women-centric episodes to to kind of uneven even out the balance, I suppose. <laughs> We're trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> but again, maybe maybe if we're still going in ten years, you might start to see that kind of shift because obviously, women's wrestling is. is it's yeah, a lot bigger than it's ever been. Yeah, particularly, and, uh, particularly in America. And again, it's it's kind of like the same uh, situation with the British wrestlers. Now, there's a great like uh, crop of uh, amazing women talent who, like I said, five ten years down the line, will be considered for being for, for being the best wrestlers in the world. So, uh, it, the future does look bright, even though that does kind of paint a very dour picture. The future of women's wrestling is still very very bright. Absolutely. So, um, next thing I decided to look at is um, kind of where um, the prominence of where these where these wrestlers come from. So, where do they make their name? Um, now, I guess some of this is 
is kind of subjective, I guess. Um, you know, Ric Flair, where, where would you say Ric Flair's made his name? So how I decided was where they, where they actually spent the majority of the career and where they, where they um, fought most of their matches in their career. So for instance, Ric Flair, actually, his prominence was NWA. And I think that's legit because when you yeah. think of Ric Flair, you do think of that, that the title. The globe gold title, yeah. Yeah. So um, looking at prominence, again, you won't be surprised to hear this, but WWE, um, 64% of the wrestlers picked come from WWE, 76%. I'm actually surprised it's not more, to be no, fair. That's true, actually. 76% of the votes, so three quarters of all our votes go to WWE wrestlers. Um, NWA actually second in thirteen percent. I think wow. Rick's doing <laughs> Rick's doing a lot of, <laughs> lot of the Rick, Rick with twelve of, of those thirteen <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, but Dusty Rhodes has got a few as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got New Japan's actually next, but that's four percent. Then so you need the fours, so twos, ones. A big so drop off. So it's mainly WWE and um, NWA. WCW is not doing anything because basically you've only got Sting who's getting votes from WCW, and again everyone who was in WCW kind of made their way over eventually, didn't they? Yeah, and probably spent more time in, in different companies than they did actually in WCW. Exactly. That was another one I had trouble with, Booker T. Where do you class Booker T? Because he had a, a gl- glorious career in both companies. Um, and, and also in TNA. Yeah, yeah. But again, he fought most of his career and most of his time in WWE. Um, so that's where he went. So Interesting. Not a lot of surprises there. Um, is there any any other particularly categories you wanted to look at? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I know what categories you've uh, you've uh, <laughs> you've looked for, and the ones that really jump out at me is, uh, and it's and it's quite poignant looking at the the kind of season that we're in in terms of wrestling. Is uh, you've you've researched the uh, the people who've main evented WrestleMania. That's right. Well, I thought, as 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 the last category showed us, a lot most of the votes are for WWE wrestlers. Then a, a probably a, a reasonable metric to look at, even though it excludes a few people like the New Japan guys, is, is did they reign event WrestleMania? So, of all of our um, of all of our wrestlers who've had over ten votes, every single one of them has main event WrestleMania at least once. Mm-hmm. So that's Ric Flair, Rock, Austin, Jericho, Hogan, Undertaker, Cena. They've all main evented Mania. Going further down, you've got Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. The first, the highest on our list with four votes who hasn't main evented Mania is Sting. Yeah. No. Through his own choice, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one with three votes is CM Punk. Much, much to his triggering. <laughs> it, it could still happen. That that could be a, a change in, in the statistics. Maybe maybe not this year, but certainly could be an, a possibility next year. Could. So, um, so according to you know the our guests that we have on and and, and uh, our contributors, main event in WrestleMania is a, is a biggie mm-hmm. to be seen as a, a great. I think. Yeah. I think most people agree you need to have done that. Um, what I've also looked at, like I said, um, I've kind of split our votes into three sections now. So you've got your your top that have over 10 votes. Then I've gone for everyone between two and 10 votes. And then your kind of solo rogue vote. And like I said, of the of the 
10 and over is 100% of main event at WrestleMania. Of the middle group, 47% of main event at WrestleMania. So still a really good percentage. Yeah. And then of our, of our solo votes, 22% of main event at WrestleMania. So kind of it's looking exactly how you'd expect it to look on that front. Yeah, especially considering that there's only been 35 WrestleMania, so there's only been 35 main events, and to 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 see such big percentages of of the votes have WrestleMania main eventers, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting statistic. Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought so. Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolutely not a problem. Uh, so <laughs> you, there's one on here as well that really I, I'd like to see which way you actually went with it. You've you've researched the career win percentages. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that, Paul. This would be an interesting one again to look at um, from the split between the three groups like I did with Main Event in Mania. So so of our our 10 and overs, um, they have an average win percentage of 62.7%. So so they've won sixty-two point seven percent of the matches they're in. Of our of our wrestlers who've who've earned between two and nine votes, their win percentage is a little lower, fifty-eight point six percent. And then of our rogues, a fifty-seven percent win ratio. So again, it's kind of showing, I think, as you'd expect, um, that the wrestlers who win more kind of are featured more favorably in people's people's memories, or in fact what I was probably saying is that the best wrestlers are getting the best win percentages as yeah uh, one one thing uh, that those figures do kind of shout out to me is uh, there's a big complaint uh, recently about 50-50 booking mm-hmm. and that to me shows that it's been prevalent for a long long time because like I said the, from 9 to 2 and then the rogues did not that much higher than 50% no and our, our front runner well, two front runners, Ric Flair, 50.8% win ratio. The Rock, yeah. 52.9%. There we go. So 50-50 booking is not a new thing. It's not. But then you've got some, you've got some really high ones here. That's surprising high on some of them. But to guess who our highest win percentage is of everyone I, who's had a vote? I, I, would, I would have to go with Undertaker. You think? Okay, so our highest one for the women is uh, Ronda Rousey, of course. Oh, phenomenal 97.1% win ratio. Again, showing our misogyny, just totally forgetting <laughs> that the <laughs> Olympic medalist and UFC champion Ronda Rousey was even on the list. <laughs> so Undertaker's actually fifth. 50, wow, 74.6%. I think I reckon that's taken a bit of a hammering in later years. Yeah, so who rounds out that, that top five then? So top five, you're Ronda at top, 97.1. Second, Antonio Inoki. Yeah, I, that it does not surprise me. <laughs> what? You won 80% of his matches. <laughs> I, I was surprised by this because I know he's got a reputation, but I didn't think it was this high. John Cena, 78.7%. Really big match, Cena. So he really, he really did win a lot, and then Hulk Hogan seventy five percent. And I thought that that possibly could have been a little bit lower as well. Yeah. So uh, of the um, actually of the uh, of our top 
at the top end of our list. It's interesting to see who's got the uh, the lowest win percentage. So you've got so you've got Sting, not Sting, sorry, Edge. So Edge Edge is our highest on four votes with a sub fifty percent win ratio. Wow, he's got, he got forty seven point seven percent ratio. Fifty fifty booking uh, listeners, fifty yeah. fifty booking. So who are actually the the actual lowest um, lowest five win per, uh, percentage ratios? Lowest five are. Ah. So our lowest, <laughs> again, this is surprising, but when you think about the logic um, behind it, it does it does hold true. Um, Kazuchika Okada has only mm-hmm. won 42.4% of his matches, but he spent a long part of his career as a young lion. And also the, a lot of the uh, the Japanese matches are, are tagged matches, Yeah, where he's, he's not necessarily taking the, the loss. So, um, yeah, that's a surprising one. Then you've got... Um, You've got Kevin Owens, 44%. Mae Young only won 41%. Victoria only won 39%. And then Plum Last with 27.6% is Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, you are you amaze me. Hey everyone, it's your girl, the Queen of NE, and I'm so excited to tell you about my show, Queen's Court. It's an awesome, fun, super interactive podcast led by yours truly, bringing you some awesome interviews, some great collabs, and just enjoying discussing our beloved sport of wrestling. You can find me on Twitter at the Queen of NE on Instagram at xthequeenofany, and of course my podcast, Queen's Court, on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are out. I encourage you to come take a listen to something new, something fresh, and something that you can only have when you hold court with the Queen. Um, so, aside from being on uh, on the Mount Rushmore of uh, of the greatest wrestlers of all time, which is a, a massive, massive accolade, uh, a lot of wrestlers uh, they appreciate being in a Hall of Fame. Um, so, how many of our of our picks or the the collated picks are, are Hall of Famers? Okay, so I picked two Hall of Fames. I picked the the WWE Hall of Fame. But again, it's very WWE centric. So I've also looked at um, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer's Hall of Fame as well. So if you look, if you look at WWE's Hall of Fame, um, only thirty nine percent of our picks are in the WWE Hall of Fame. Wow, um, which feels quite low. Yeah, uh, but then it does. But then you you think of who picks that. It's, it's yeah. one man. It is one man, and kind of of our top picks, The Rock isn't in it yet. Um, Chris Jericho isn't in it yet, and isn't likely to be for a long time now. <laughs> um, Undertaker's not in it. John Cena's not in it. Um, so yeah, a lot of our our top end uh, are not in the WWE Hall of Fame. Whereas, whereas um, conversely, if you look at the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, our top our top ten are all in it. Yeah. I think that's so, done, that's because that's voted on by by our readers of the of, of the newsletter. I think. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, kind of of everyone up, everyone who's had 
Yeah, in fact, everyone who's had free votes or more, other than Edge and CM Punk, are in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Wow. So, kind of, our, our contributors' uh, tastes are in line with Meltzer's. <laughs> Even though he gets a lot of grief. Yeah. <laughs> they all agree with him. Yeah. Then, another thing, another Dave Meltzer aspect I've looked at is... To be a great wrestler, you've got great matches. And I couldn't think of any other scale other than his five-star scale to, to look at who's had who's had a five-star match. Um, so looking at, again, looking at our wrestlers over 10 votes, you've got only two of them haven't had a five-star match, according to Dave Meltzer. So that's The Rock and Hulk Hogan. Wow. So Flair's had shitloads. <laughs> uh, Steve Austin's had a, had a few. Chris Jericho's had one, I believe. Undertaker's had one. John Cena's had one. And then go oh. a bit further down, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Sting, CM Punk, they've all had five-star matches. Yeah. Well, there some really interesting stats there, Paul. Sounds like you had a whale of a time. Yeah, but a whale of whale of a time, yeah. Is there any any more stats that uh, that you're going to bring to the party? Yeah. So um, what else have we got here? So again, I I looked at career longevity. So and I looked at that through total matches. Mm-hmm. So again, you normally hear the Rock only eight hundred and fifty two matches. Really? Yeah. When the average for the wrestlers over ten votes was two thousand two hundred and forty. Wow. So. So he's a long way off the average there. Um, but again, looking at our three categories, wrestlers with over 10 votes, they average 2,240 matches. Um, our middle category, they average 1,789 matches. And our rogue category, 1,521 matches. So again, it's it, it, it's, it's, it's looking like a logical Mount Rushmore. It's... Uh, all the stats are making sense and all backing up kind of the uh, back, backing up the uh, the opinions of of all the people we've been lucky to have on over the yeah, year. Absolutely. So of those uh, matches, who are the who are the like the front runners who've had the most amount of matches? Good question. Let's have a look at that. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Ric Flair has got to be either one or two. I believe he is. I'm going to look at the top five again. So, yeah, easily Ric Flair, 4,433 matches. Wow. <laughs> but but it, it's understandable because it's from the territory days where he would wrestle sometimes two, three times a day and, and just go from territory to territory to, to put their guys over. So it kind of does make sense. Yeah, that's very good analysis, backed up by number two, Dusty Rhodes, 3,620. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Antonio Inoki, 3,518. Then into um, someone someone I'd not heard of, um, one of uh, one of uh, Billy's picks, um, Billy Collins, ne- Negro Casas. Ah, uh, yeah. Again, they, they wrestle multiple times in a day, sometimes down in Mexico. So. 2,815 and rounding out, you've got Bret Hart, 2,870. Wow, and who are the who are the the, the laziest wrestlers on on our Mount Rushmore picks? <laughs> the laziest. So the laziest. 
is uh, the one with the highest win percentage. <laughs> it's a lazy, Eight, lazy Ronda Rousey. Twelve matches or something. Seventy, seventy matches. Wow, I so, didn't, I didn't think she'd add that many. To be no, fair, I, th- I think this takes into account house shows, doesn't it? Yeah, which I think explains why Cena's is so high because Cena always wins house shows. Um, then you've got China only had 111, which surprised me. May Young, 119. Lazy bloody women. <laughs> May Young. Wow. I, I would have thought she'd have had a lot more. And I, I would not be surprised if those figures are, are not entirely accurate because I think she's from an era where maybe her, her results weren't recorded because they maybe. can't. There's there's a few here. I, I I didn't even write down the stats for Big Daddy and Kendra Nakazaki because they they clearly weren't right. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for that reason, so perhaps May Young isn't right there. Uh, um, again, El Santo. This only said two eighty, so that's probably wrong as well. Um, Lou Albano three eighty. That's probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the final thing I looked at, the final category I looked at. Uh, was world titles okay and again uh kind of the averages in the three groups tell exactly the kind of story you'd expect it to so uh, of our 10 and overs they average 11 world titles each wow um uh, uh, for our wrestlers who have over two votes they average seven world titles each which is still pretty impressive and i i, I would suggest that that maybe has been bumped up by a Two or three who have got multiple titles and 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 bad. Say like for instance, Edge. I know he's won what ten, eleven world titles. Yeah, so you've got some biggies in that middle category. Sting, Edge, mm-hmm. Kurt Angle's got a lot because he won it a lot in um, Impact. Yeah, um, Triple H has got a lot. Um, and then our, our bottom category, they're averaging um, they're averaging two world titles each. Wow. Again, I think that's probably balanced out as well. Uh, I think the, maybe the likes of Ronda, I think she only got one. So, yeah, uh, it, I mean that that category's bulked out by Randy Orton with his thirteen, yeah, and, uh, and the Great Muta with his nine. So uh, there's a few big hitters there. So, do another top top five and bottom five poll: who won the most world titles and who won the least world titles? Okay, so the least. Let's start with the least. Let's end on some good news. <laughs> so the least we've got, well, we've got quite a lot of zeros, actually. Um, well, the least who have actually won a title, then. The least who've won a title, okay. Let me, let me get rid of those zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, a lot of people on ones. So so Eddie Guerrero's only got one, um, shockingly. Uh, Kenny Omega's got one. Andre the Giant, China, Samoa Joe. Kevin Owens and Ronda Rousey, all on one. At the other end, we've got Ric Flair with 16, John Cena with 16. We've got Triple H with 14, Randy Orton with 13, Hulk Hogan with 13, Kurt Angle with 12, Sting with 12, and Edge with 11. Yeah. And going through, I mean, taking all those uh, stats that you've uh, You've you've worked out. It's it's what we would have expected. To be fair, once the the kind of um, the electorate got bigger and bigger, it, it and it balanced out. A lot of the stats ring true to to what we would have thought would have happened 
when we first started the show. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if we just take our top one. He, you know, Ric Flair, he, tick, he ticks all the boxes. He's, he's had the most matches. He's in both Hall of Fames. He's main event in Mania. He's had a five-star match. He's had loads of them. And he's won the most world titles. So it's no surprise he's at the top, really, is it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it just goes to show the subjectivity as well of, our, of, of this show, how people can have different wrestling tastes, but, but class always still kind of shines through. And even if you weren't particularly a fan of a certain wrestler or a certain kind of style of wrestling, you can understand why that that uh, wrestler is so revered. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. So, Paul, after that wealth of stats, and I know you've been uh, you've been going through uh, our uh, episodes with a fan tooth comb, I thought I, would, uh, thought I would hit you with a very impromptu quiz. I literally told you about this, what? 45 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm hoping the answer's on the screen in front of me here, but I don't think it will be. Well, it may well be. Um, I've entitled this quiz Another Mountain to Climb. Uh, basically, it's it's about the episodes. Um, I'm going to either give you uh, a guest or I'm going to give you a topic and you've got to tell me uh, either the guest or the topic, either way. So, oh, my word. That's going to be difficult. <laughs> So, let's go with the first one. Um, On episode eight of the original, the the Bearing Buster episodes, we had uh, uh, one Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Uh, What what topic did Conrad have? (laughs) Did he have... Did he have... um... Greatest wrestlers who hadn't been world champions. He didn't. Would oh. you like an, Would you like another guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> he had the Mount Rushmore of masked wrestlers. Did he? He did. I thought. I thought that was. Um, I thought that was Billy. Uh, I think. I'm, did he have Billy's on here later on? Or did Billy no. pick it? Maybe Billy picked. Yeah, Billy picked masked. Character masked wrestlers for Conrad. Right, so question two. We have covered the topic of royal gimmicks, the Mount Rushmore of royal gimmicks. And that was in episode 11 of the original uh, Brain Buster episodes. Who covered that topic with us? <laughs> right, I need to think. If I think back, if I think what kind of wrestlers we pick. I really don't know. Um, Would you like a clue? Was was it? Uh, yeah, give me a clue. 
the clue is we also had a supplementary Mount Rushmore for this episode. Uh, it was another impromptu one, and it was the Mount Rushmore of Take That Songs. Oh, it was... Uh, it, it was one of the Blade Job guys. It was. Which, which one of the Blade Job guys? John. It was John. John Holland, yes. yes. <laughs> First point on the board. Excellent. So, episode 25 of uh, the original ones and was Chris from Broken But Glorious. Um, yeah. What was his topic? What was his Mount Rushmore? Was he... Was he British wrestlers? He wasn't. Oh. He was... The Mount Rushmore of career or job gimmicks. Oh, classic. <laughs> Question four. Mark Baker has been a guest multiple times now, but his original episode was was way back at episode three. Yeah. Um, what was his Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I can't remember the last, the last episode I was on. Never mind. Episode three. What did we do with? Oh, what we, uh, right. Um, this is difficult. Was it? Um, was it like Future Stars or something? No, it wasn't. Paul, unfortunately, it was. I seem to remember him talking about NXT guys, but I don't know why. It was the Mount Rushmore of musical gimmicks or moments. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I remember having Mike, but I don't remember that topic. Okay, for seeing as you, 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 you're doing really poorly, I'm going to throw you a, a bonus point laugh, line. I said that Mike was on episode three. Yeah. For a bonus point, can you name who was on episode two? This is no good because I thought I thought Mike it was our was, first guest. I thought Mike was our first guest. Oh, you'll be in the bad books. Was it Matt Willis? It was Matt Willis. So yeah, it had to be Matt Willis, didn't it? Next question. <laughs> it's about Matt Willis. Yeah. Now this one, it'll it'll show whether you uh, whether you listen to the shows when you're not on it because I don't believe that you was on this one. <laughs> um. But uh, episode 20, so it's not uh, of the latest batch of the uh, chair shot ones. Uh, what topic did me and Matt cover? So bear in mind, that was only six episodes ago. It was. I listened to it as well. Oh, did you? Six episodes ago, come on. He, he was he was a a very late replacement for someone who uh, unfortunately couldn't make the recording, and he right. he took that topic on as well, and, and probably did the best Mount Rushmore. To be fair, my memory's atrocious. Um, I can't remember. Have a clue. Um, I don't know what would the clue be. Uh, the what. The topic we covered has actually happened a couple of times this year. Well, a couple of times in the last year in WWE alone. Oh, um, oh, 
Was it the was it the, the title redesigns? It was correct. Yes. That's three points so far. Um, next question: We had Kurt Johansson on the show, Did. and this was also in our in our clutch of our chair shot episodes, and we covered the topic of the the Mount Rushmore of current females. But what number episode was that? <laughs> it's a no. Well, like number overall or number the, the number of chair shot chair shot number. Yeah. Um look at you cheating, getting them up. No, no, I'm just there putting my charger on. <laughs> I think that was I think that was quite early on, early on in chair shot. I reckon it was like number three. Number three was Paul versus Luke. Oh, it was episode seven. See, I knew it was early. It was. You were early. You were very rare. Um, next question. I wish I'd given you some questions on these stats. <laughs> 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 next question. Uh, our chair shot teammate and basically the saviour of uh, Badlands, Mr. Ray Cash, has been on an episode. Yeah. That was episode nine of the original uh <laughs> Episodes, but what was his topic? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've no idea. No idea at all. Um, heel turns. No, uh, it was it was the the Matt Rushmore of non WWE promotions. You'll remember these next time. When we get to year two, you'll be like, I'm going to research this on purpose. <laughs> so, question eight. Uh, we did a Mount Rushmore of British wrestlers who made it in the US. And if I remember rightly, that was your topic. You you put that forward a couple of times a before times, you came yeah. on. A few times. Um, it was actually on episode 17 of the original episode. And we covered it with a female guest. Which guest? This is where I um I vetoed um Tom Billingdon, didn't I? Yes, you did, you arsehole. Was it was it Jess? Do you want me to it wasn't Jess. Do you want me to give you the 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 female guest that we've had on so far? <laughs> I should know really, shouldn't I? I should remember. Um yeah, go on. So we've had Amy. We've had Queen. We've had Jess, obviously, who you've mentioned. We've had um, Oriana. And we've had Kelsey. I think that might be the lot. I feel like, I feel like Oriana was a progress one. Or did we switch it to British in America? Maybe Oriana. Correct. It was I Oriana. Thought a, I thought we did a progress one with Oriana. No, we wrong. Um, question nine. We had uh, Jason Cornelius Belf, uh, the guys from over from Band from Ringside, on pretty early in the show. 
Good uh, guest. Uh, very good guest. Yeah, very knowledgeable. Uh, he was on episode six. <laughs> <laughs> what was his topic? <laughs> Uh, you know anything? I, I I remember talking to to all these people, but not what about? Not what about? Um, episode six. So this is you were winning a lot back then. Well, you've always won a lot <laughs> with your categories, but back then you took a really big, big lead. So it would have been one of your categories. But that doesn't help, really. I'll give you a clue. This, it was um, a type of match. And this week, it has been very much in the forefront. What, Elimination Chamber match? War Games match? No. War, no. war Games? <laughs> this no, week... Elimination Chamber match? It, no, it was... The Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Oh. And this last one, if you can get all the points, you'll actually, I think you'll you'll still be able to win. We've Who am I playing against? Yourself. So far, you, <laughs> you've got you've got four points and you've got six wrong. Um, but this one has got four available points to it. Right, okay. And I've also got another bonus, so you may need that as well. Um, we've done a couple of unchiseled episodes. Yes. We obviously did one with Zachary Shallow and, and uh, Chris Matthews. Uh, but we also did one with our our British brethren, Ricky and Clive. We did. Can you name the topics that were mentioned? I'm taking that look as a no. I can't name one topic I've mentioned. Um, this is so tough. I know. I'm evil. I, I don't, I don't, you are evil. <laughs> when it comes to quizzes, I just put on an evil hat thing. <laughs> I generally don't know. It was British wrestlers. Right. Movie sequels. Yes. Websites. <laughs> yes. Because if I remember rightly, Ricky's was a, an American football website. And the last one was awful but memorable matches. So for that bonus point, and if you get this right, uh, we'll, we'll say it's a draw. Okay. In the first Unchiseled episode, we had a topic of the best inventions in the world. <laughs> I want both your best invention and my best invention. Mine was toaster. Yeah, horrific, horrific choice. Yours was internet, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Correct. Wow. So that basically made that quiz absolutely pointless because <laughs> <laughs> you've come out with a draw. <laughs> no, Excellent. But, Same time next year. 
<laughs> Basically, yeah. That, I think we've uh, that's it's been a really interesting episode. Uh, I've I've really enjoyed like breaking down the stats and yeah, it's been fun, Paul. Good idea doing this. Yeah, it, it, it was fun. I, I'm like I said, I'm pleased to see that kind of there's there are there are statistical kind of trends underpinning mm. how the overall Mount Rushmore looks. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not just people coming on you spouting shit and being a complete random mess. Yeah, uh, well, I think if you take episodes out of context, it, it could probably be that. But when you when you do all fifty two episodes in a row, the, there is trends and there is, there is statistics that can be followed. Yeah, it's almost so just, just just quickly. Is is there anyone? Is there anyone who you who you're surprised isn't in amongst it? I'm surprised Macho Man didn't get as many votes as he has. Three votes, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm surprised Sting wasn't further up there, but I, but then again, I I think it's it's it shows the kind of age range of of the guests that we've had on. Um, yeah. We, I mean, a lot of them are tend to be. 20s to 30s uh there's not been that many guests that have been like 30 30 to 40 year old so yeah i can kind of understand it but but then with the with the likes of the the network where you can go back and watch these amazing matches i am still quite surprised that some of these big legends haven't got as many votes i mean guys like ricky steamboat i don't think they've even been mentioned no votes at all for ricky steamboat mental yeah and 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 guys like Owen Hart, I think maybe got one vote. I seem to have, he may not have even got one. No, he hasn't got any. Shocking. Owen Hart's on them. I mean, again, looking looking through, doing the research with looking for through who's headline WrestleMania, looking through who's had five star matches, looking through who's in the Hall of Fames. There are names out there that just haven't attracted a vote at all. Wow. And what kind of like? ideas do you think that's because of I don't know I guess I guess there's there's wrestlers who are very very good out there but they're um, they're just 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 under that elite level aren't they in, in people's minds yeah one of one of them uh, Mr. Perfect Mr. Perfect had no votes at all but again if you look at these stats you, you know he, he hasn't main evented a Wrestlemania um, I think he is in both Hall of Fames, but he has another five-star match, no world titles. So, yeah. so, so it, the statistics would back up that he wouldn't be on there. Yeah, and it's kind of like you... It's almost like the wrestling is is like secondary almost. It's all about charisma. It's all about uh, drawing power. It's all about uh, whether a, a company puts a title on you. Yeah, I think it is about winning. Yeah, ultimately. Simple as that. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to look at, which I didn't get round to, was the was the heel face kind of dynamic. How many? Maybe having a look at who was, what they were for most of their career. Mm-hmm. So I guess Ric Flair, you would you would say heel, wouldn't you, for most of his yeah. career? Um, but I think the rest of kind of the top of our list is all face. So I'd quite like to explore that a bit next time. Yeah, I, I think. Jericho may be a, a kind of consideration as, as he, he was both because he did play both both roles a lot. Uh, yeah. Cena definitely ninety nine percent face. Austin 
probably 90% face. The Rock might be a kind of a, a tweener because he did kind of float between face and heel quite a lot. So, yeah, that would be a, an interesting statistic for, for year two. Yeah. Been a good year. Been a very good year. Yep, and, it, and it's only going to go better. Uh, we've got some amazing guests lined up in the near future, and obviously it's the, the show is just going from strength to strength, moving to the chair shot, and now obviously going on to e-wrestling news, where hopefully that will attract a lot more listeners and maybe a lot more uh, newer guests. So, yeah, the future looks bright for Badlands. And next up's an unchiseled. It is. Mm. Recording tomorrow in Kayfabe. <laughs> But Paul, this has been an amazing episode. But it's 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 your time to shine now again. It's it's time for that go home. Yeah, well, the stats say I'm definitely going to get this wrong. A hundred percent fail. The form book's not in my favour. But uh, <laughs> give us a follow. He's at Dej Kirkby. I'm at Rain Counter, um, and we're both at Badlands Pod. You can find us at thecheershot.com and ewrestlingnews.com um, very proud to be part of both um, let us know kind of uh, what you thought of uh, thought of the statistics what you think of our Mount Rushmore so far who do you think we should be keeping an eye out for in our second year of Badlands who might start mm. making moves uh, I've got my eyes on Chris Jericho personally I think Will Ospreay will get quite a few votes definitely particularly being a heavyweight now because again Veering <laughs> away from my, <laughs> away from my outro. But a lot of this list, this this is a heavy list. These are heavyweights. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. So you might start making moves there. Uh, <laughs> you threw me off there. You did that. Um. Give us a follow. Let us know your thoughts. And as always, just like all of us on the chair shot, always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.